you believe in this thing, then... How's it going, everybody? Today is Wednesday, January 10th, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Marcus Stroman rumors as the hot stove continues to heat up following the new year. We'll also talk a little bit about Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, and get your reactions and a couple of voicemails. This is an off-season episode of NYY Recaps. Welcome to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Just when they thought I was out, they pull me back in. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I have not done a podcast in a minute, so it's good to see all of you back in the chat. For the most part, things have been quiet on the rumor mill this year, Uh, and that was until the last couple of days. We've gotten more comments from baseball writers, major baseball writers like John Morosi, that Marcus Stroman and the Yankees are talking. They're having conversations. Now, the Yankees do need pitching. I'd be lying if I said I was a big Marcus Stroman fan. Uh, Look, I've seen him pitch for a long time, but it's not him as a pitcher that bothers me. It's the injuries have bothered me. He's been injured a lot in his career. Also, he he made some comments about the Yankees on social media in the past that kind of rubbed me the wrong way as a Yankees fan. But I went back this morning and I read some of those comments and it seems like it's mostly him saying stuff that, uh, you know, fans of other teams say about the Yankees all the time that we spend a lot and that we haven't won since 09. And both of those things are true. You know, uh, he's just being honest (laughs) and I can see why it rubs fans the wrong way. And I I think that uh, there are better options out there. Shadow says, Dylan Cease would be better. I agree. Dylan Cease would be a fantastic pickup, but at an enormous cost. Sounds like the Orioles are interested in Dylan Cease. A lot of teams interested in in Dylan Cease. But as much as I disliked Stroman as, you know, the guy who's a competitor against us and sort of the personality he brought off the field, you know, maybe he's got that edge that Josh Donaldson was advertised as having, but never really had. He ended up just being more of an asshole, you know, just an annoyance. He was like a walking, talking ass blister more than anything. Stroman, you know, come, you know, kind of backs it up a little bit. He's five foot seven. He's a little guy. So he's had to fight and claw his way to this point against the odds, against the scouts, against the doubters. So you don't blame him for having a little bit of an edge. Uh, but you know what? If the Yankees do get him, uh, and it sounds like it's more and more of a possibility, I will welcome him with open arms. You son of a bitch. As a pitcher, I would say that at this point in his career, he's what I would call solid, but not super reliable because of the injuries. And a lot of that goes back to his stature. He's five foot seven. This is why, you know, there was a lot of talk about Yamamoto being pretty short. Would you want to give him a 10 or 12 year contract like he got? And this is the risk. You put more stress on the arm 
when you have to generate more leverage because you got a smaller frame. But he's been solid. However, his innings have dropped three years in a row. His ERA has gone up three years in a row. And we'll take a look at his StatCast metrics. Uh, as my friend Aiden said, uh, you know, red is good. Uh, and he's still got a lot of red. He's still got a lot of, you know, promise in his, you know, pitching run value, fastball run value, breaking ball run value. He keeps the ball off of the barrel better than 88% of the league. He gets more ground balls than 94% of the league. You know, doesn't get a ton of strikeouts, but he's not a strikeout pitcher. Those of you who remember Chen Ming Wong for the Yankees will understand the kind of pitcher that Stroman is. Ground balls, sinkers, a lot of he throws what's called a heavy fastball. So it's slower than league average. It's 92 miles an hour, but he gets movement. And that creates ground balls. He also throws from a lower angle. Angle's the wrong word. He's shorter. So he's he's the ball is coming in a different plane than guys are used to seeing. Extension is only in the sixth percentile. Again, very short. He does have a lot of leg extension. He's got a big stride. Uh, you know, walks in the 40th percentile, so not amazing. And, you know, he, he keeps putting up solid numbers. 3.02 ERA in 21, 3.50 in 22, 3.95 in 23. I think you can expect that trend to continue, and he, you can expect, you know, 4.15 this year or so. He's basically going to be like Jamison Tyone. But he keeps the ball off the barrel of the bat, and he gets ground balls. You know who would say that is good? And John uh, Jim Cott. Jim Cott used to say, you get soft contact, you keep the ball on the ground, and you can have success as a pitcher. And Jim Cott's a Hall of Famer. So, uh, two things. Two things. If the Yankees do sign him, it has to be on a team-friendly contract. I'm saying one year. Maybe a vesting option for a second year if he throws, let's say, 150 innings with a sub 3.75 ERA. Then he gets another year. As you see him dot the sinker there at the bottom of the zone. And you have to get another pitcher. I think you still have to go out and consider either Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery. And in recent days, I've been coming around more on Blake Snell. Now, Stroman, he's basically at best going to throw 150 innings, let's say. Because the last two years, he's thrown in the 130s. So he's basically giving you what Mike King was going to give you, 150 innings at best. Maybe you patch some in with guys from the minor leagues, Chase Hampton, whoever. You still need that solid number two. I've seen all the articles. I've seen the stuff from uh, uh, the analytics guys that say that Carlos Rodon is going to bounce back. I've seen it before. I've heard it before. I got to see it on the field for an extended period before I believe it. Because back injuries, you, you, can't, you can't look at the metrics and say, uh, you know, this guy is going to hurt his back or not hurt his back or stay healthy. It's a chronic condition. If he continues to struggle with back stiffness, that's going to affect his mechanics. It's going to affect everything. It can affect his health of his arm. So 
I don't believe you can count on Carlos Rodon to be your number two. Nestor Cortez was on the injured list most of the season last year, and his ERA was almost five. I don't think you can count on him for a ton of innings. Garrett Cole's your number one. Absolutely. I think you can count on him. Best pitcher in baseball. I see no reason to believe he's going to get hurt, although injuries happen. But I think you need that solid guy to take pressure off of him. In recent days, I've been coming around more on Blake Snell, but only because I've been hearing that teams are only offering him three, four years. If you can get Blake Snell on a three-year deal or maybe a four-year deal and try and capitalize on the first three years, and then the fourth year, you, you either deal him or you put him at the back end of the rotation, you know, overpay him, whatever. He's got a higher upside. You get a couple of short-term contracts in Stroman and Snell, and that allows you to be more aggressive when guys like Roki Sazaki get posted. So I'm not against Stroman, but again, you have got to continue to add to the bull or to add to the rotation. Got to add to the bullpen too. But uh, anyway, let's take some of your comments. Dominic says he keeps the ball in the ballpark. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. Uh, Nick Cannon says, wonder what Matt Blake can do with him. I don't think Matt Blake will do much with Marcus Stroman, to be honest with you. You know, at this point in his career, uh, Marcus Stroman knows how to pitch, right? I mean, he knows what he is. He's trying to hang on. He's trying to become more crafty. He might mix up his pitch mix. But he's not going to, you know, add three inches a drop on any pitches at this point in his career. He's 33. He's going to be 33. I don't think I don't I don't think we can expect a lot of changes. I think you hand Marcus Stroman the ball and you say, "Go do what you do." Keep, keep the ball off the barrel. Keep the ball in the ballpark. The Yankees do get beat on home runs a lot in Yankee Stadium. Both teams uh, have access to the right field porch. So it, it gives and it takes. But if you have a pitcher who keeps the ball on the ground, that gives you, you know, a better advantage. Uh, Shadow says, Snell or Cease? You have to tell me what the price is for Cease. Right now, I've heard that the White Sox are asking for three of team's top 10 prospects for Dylan Cease. And to me, that's just not acceptable. I give you one of my top 10 prospects. I'll give you Everson Pereira. Maybe I'll give you my number 10 guy or my number 11 or 12 guy. You can't give up three, three top 10 prospects for Cease. I'm sorry. Uh, Robert Torres says he wants Roki Sazaki. So Roki Sazaki, if you haven't been following, uh, probably physically the most intimidating pitcher on earth. Guy throws 102, 103. He's a lot like Jacob deGrom. He's the Jacob deGrom of Japan. Here's the issue with Roki Sazaki. I feel like he's another one of these guys who pushes the human body to its physical limits, right? He goes so far above and beyond everybody else in what he's capable of that he's going to break down. And he broke down this year. I believe he had an oblique injury. And, you know, once things start to go, it's quick that somebody can become an injury-prone pitcher. Look at Jacob deGrom. 
Unbelievable stuff. When he's out there, he absolutely deals. But he can't stay healthy. Uh, Baseball says Stroman doesn't move the needle for him at all. I don't blame you. YouTube commenter says word is Monty doesn't want to return to the Yankees. I've heard that, but I haven't heard it from any reputable sources. Like I haven't seen any, uh, you know, baseball writers come out. I haven't seen any of Monty's friends in the game come out and say, Hey, you know, I don't want to go back to the Yankees. I know that his wife is from Boston. And so, you know, you would expect Boston to be in it, but they're not. They weren't really players for anybody this winter. You know, they've been lowballing everybody. Boston seems to have lost its edge a little bit. Uh, Monty still has a lot of friends in New York. You know, you, you make acquaintances, you become comfortable with the city, you, you know, find restaurants you like, you, you know, there's a lot of pluses to going back to New York for him. But Texas is working on ironing out their financial issues. They obviously just won the World Series, so they've got a lot of money coming in. They were impacted by the TV deal. I believe it was uh, Bowie's going bankrupt or whatever. I don't, I don't follow the finances that closely. But uh, they're getting some money back, and they're going to have the opportunity to invest in their team a little bit. And I, I think they've been telling Monty, hey, we want to bring you back. You're our number one guy. Just hold off, right? I could see Monty wanting to go back to Texas. He just won a World Series there. He was a hired gun. Why not go back and try and repeat, you know? But uh, the Yankees could, at this point, probably overpay and get Jordan Montgomery, especially since we know they were willing to go to $27 million per year for Yamamoto. They have the budget room. The question is, will they do that? You know, they, I still think that although they like Jordan Montgomery, they don't see him as a $200 million pitcher, and I'm not sure I do either. I kind of think that this this way that they appear to be going with the patchwork of Stroman and possibly Snell on a shorter deal might be the more effective way to get your team into a, a position to bid on somebody like Suzaki if the Yankees choo- choose to do that. Nick Cannon says, Monty will go where the money is, as he should. You're probably not wrong. You're probably not wrong. Robert Torres says, aside from starting pitcher, what's your second priority? Bullpen or third base? Definitely the bullpen. I think Josh Hader would actually be a nice fit. He'd have to shave his hair, though, and I I don't think he would do that. Um, I think that um, third base between Peraza and LeMayhew should be fine. I I think defensively they're both above average. I like the way that uh, both of those guys are swinging the bat towards the end of the season. Now, obviously, neither one of them had great numbers, but we saw we saw some some flashes. You know, Lemayhew started to become the hitter that we're used to seeing from him, and then uh, Peraza, uh, you know, he had better swings I'd say over the last couple of weeks of the year. Now they say don't believe anything you see in March or anything you see, you see in September, but I, I, I think he's going to hit. Uh, and then YouTube commenter with the super chat says, what is Monty worth? It's a good question. I'd be more, I'd be more likely to give him a longer contract because I think he's reliable. He's thrown three or maybe three or four years where he's made 30 starts or so in a row. 
Uh, it has to be three. Yeah, three plus years where he's he's made thirty starts. Uh, I think he's going to be more reliable. I like those type of pitchers at Yankee Stadium. You know, Andy Pettit had a lot of success. CC Sabathia pitched deep in, in into his career. Um, look, I'd say eight years, twenty-two million. So what? How much is that? Eight times twenty-two. I'm not great at math. One hundred seventy-six million. Eight years, one hundred seventy-six million for me. That gets it done. Absolutely. Hey. Andrew says AJ Burnett was their number two and he wasn't consistently good. You're not wrong. I mean, he came up big in the playoffs when it counted in game two of the World Series in 2009, but you really do want to have a really good number two pitcher. You really want to have that guy uh, who can step up. Let's say Garrett Cole pulls a hamstring or a groin and has to miss a month. You need somebody to lead that rotation. Who's it going to be right now? You can't say Carlos Rodon because he had a 6.85 ERA last year. So it remains to be seen. Uh, Will Nomura says, It's pretty funny how we traded Monty away for an injured rental, and now we're looking to overpay to get him back. Oh! Yeah. Mike Smith says, I don't think anyone is excited about Stroman, but I'd rather him over Clark Schmidt in a big game, and I have to say I agree. I hardly agree. Big game, give me Stroman. And I think, you know, he if he's healthy, he can give you seven innings, which is not something Clark Schmidt can do. Clark Schmidt turns into a pumpkin in the third time through the order. Stroman's been around the league for a long time. Baseball says eight years for Monty, already 31 years old. I know. It's going to take a lot. I mean, you have two choices. You can either pay him way over value and get him for five, six years, or you can extend that out a little bit. And we've seen guys like Pettit and CeCe Sabathia, as I was saying, pitch into their late 30s. I think uh, Pettit pitched into his 40s, maybe. How old was Andy Pettit when he retired? Somebody looked that up. But at the end of the, the, their careers, both of those guys were still effective. And remember, remember, Pettit kept coming back. Like he, he retired, come back. Uh, CC Sabathia, you know, he had a couple of bad years, and then he, uh, you know, he turned it on his last few years. It was the knee that gave out, but he still learned how to pitch. The Yankees organizationally are good at a few things. They're good at developing relief pitchers. Out of, out of nowhere, you know, guys like Ian Hamilton. And they're really good at getting long careers out of left-handed pitchers. Jeremiah Weaver with the Super Chat. Yes! Hell yeah! Says he likes the idea of a short-term contract for Stroman. Add Snell on a four-year deal. Sounds like a good position, especially when we need to re-sign Soto at the end of the year. 100%. Thank you for the dono. Nick Cannon says Pettit was 41 at the end of his career. Yeah, so, you know, lefties, they can turn into crafty, crafty lefties. And I think Jordan Montgomery has crafty lefty written all over him. Uh, we'll see if Carlos Rodon has that. And Touch One says he will bounce back this year. I hope you're right. Don't smoke crack. 
but I'm not counting on it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to wrap things up. I hope you have a wonderful uh, hump day here. Farewell and adieu to you, fair We'll take one or two more comments. Will Nomura says, I think the most logical move is Jesus Lazardo. I love Lazardo. I think he would be a fantastic fit. And Touch One says, I'll take a flyer on Strowman at the right price. Hashtag me too. Till says, are there no kids who can step up and take the starting pitcher job? I mean, you might see Chase Hampton. But the Yankees dealt away a lot of their pitching depth, their top quality pitching depth, to go out and get Juan Soto, which tells you they're all in to win this year. But got to refill that depth somehow. All right, ladies and gents, have a good day, and I'll see you when something happens. Four.